This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Dallas Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers and how we love the outcome of that one. We talk about the searches for various coaches on the Redskins and possible draft picks and much, much more live with Aaron and John. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, John? Yo, yo, yo. What's up? Excellent! Yo, yo, yo. Welcome, everybody. Harry Hog Football, episode number 426, in which we discuss the first off-season stuff. And well, I Dallas guess beating, getting beat. <laughs> and, and we get to discuss some things like... Uh, the Dallas Cowboys won just as many playoff games this year as we did. But we got a better draft pick out of it. Yep. We got to thank our longtime benevolent sponsor, Desmond C. Lee. Uh, Big time Redskins fan. He has uh, recently been writing for, um, is it for the Hogs, that and that? I think so. No, Rigo's Rag. Rigo's Rag. So congratulations to Desmond C. Lee on some fine journalism over there. Yes, sir. Um, I think we uh, asked Desmond C. Lee to write some journalism, some pieces for us on Harry Hogg, but he declined because, well, he's, probably he's trying to be a legitimate laugh. journalist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair oh, enough. Dude, I'm looking at our feed here on the uh, encoding software, and all of a sudden my face turned red. I think that's just you look because a red. Mate, you look a little hoggish. <laughs> and you look a little green. I do look a little green. Maybe that's what was wrong with my green screen today. Dude, I just got redder. This is weird. Anyway. Maybe, maybe. Perhaps you got a sunburn. But, um, yeah, anyway, welcome to everybody that is live on YouTube. Be sure to join in the chat there on the side, and we'll get to any questions. There's not, probably not very many people there. It's the off season. Yeah. But, you know what? If there's one thing that makes me almost as happy as the Redskins win, it's a Dallas loss. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Woo-hoo. And boy, did I like seeing that. I at the end of that game. <laughs> was not watching the game. I turned on the game between the Green Bay Packers and the Dallas Cowboys with about... I don't know. Two and a half minutes left. I could turn it on just in time to see the final three field goals. Yeah. I turned it on when people were texting me saying Dallas was losing. I was like, okay, I'll turn it on then because I really don't want to see Dallas win. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh, crap. Yeah. So- but no, I had good faith in Aaron Rodgers throw himself a ridiculous pass that only his receiver could receive with two toes. Toes. Oh, inbound. That, and, uh, dude, you know what was more? Do you know what was so beautiful? I, the most beautiful thing about that pass there, that Aaron Rodgers threw at the end, and um, was who, that it was against the Cowboys. 
was that how deflating it was for all those Cowboys fans when he landed in bounds with both feet. And they're like, no, he's not. Oh, he yeah. Is. And that referee came over. He was like, yes, he yes. was. Yes. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, he's in, dude. Oh, and then the other beautiful thing about that is when they tried to freeze the kicker, like Jason Garrett thought he'd be all like, yeah, I'm going to freeze him. Yeah. And he made yeah. it, and then he made it again. <laughs> he made, yeah, because I was sitting there going, okay, this happened to us twice, and our guy missed it both times. Yeah, oh my goodness. So here, so he still here's, wasn't a bad, he still wasn't a bad kicker, though. I t- Dustin Copkins wasn't that, that, wasn't that bad. He wasn't, but he had a bad year, dude. He got kept getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. Kickers are weird. They're all mental, dude. I mean, we, we're, we're going to fire him like, Jeff Akers and, and see how or David Akers or David I don't Akers. know Green Akers or Eddie Murray <laughs> Eddie Murray this he was a punter dude hey also this week I was I was so you know depressed that we didn't have Redskins football that I decided to go on YouTube you know where our channel is make sure you subscribe that's right YouTube Harry Hogg H-A-R-R-Y Hogg and um we're up to 60 subscribers. <laughs> if we yeah. can get 40 between now and the beginning of next season, then we can have our own URL. It's amazing. We're slowly but surely getting there. But like you said, we, we it's mil, it may still take a little bit of time because we are, you know, about two weeks in or longer now into the off season. Yeah, it, and to all you old school people out there, we're, we have no intention of of stopping our regular podcast on iTunes and everything either. So don't yeah. worry. Don't concern yourself. But um, anyway, I was jonesing so bad for some Redskins football that I went on YouTube and I watched the 1982 NFC championship game between the Washington Redskins and the and. Dallas Cowboys. So basically I got to see the Cowboys cry twice in one week. <laughs> Dude, there is Danny so- White. Dude, there were so many. Like, I haven't watched that game in forever. Like, I don't even know if I've watched it since it was lo- since I was a kid, since I was like six or seven years old. Really? I guess, yeah. I mean, I've seen the Super Bowls all again, but I don't know if I've seen the championship game. So I watched it, and, you know, I just had like fleeting, you know, just like when you're a kid, you remember like little bits and pieces of things, and now right. I just remember bits and pieces of things anyway. But... <laughs> So, so I was watching the game, and I was the first thing I was amazed at. If you, you guys should go back and watch this game, I'm serious, and watch the Hawks, because it's not like oh, when you see man. an offensive line today where it's like, all right, I'm blocking this dude that's standing in front of me. These these dudes are blocking through the defensive line, and then being like later pushing those dudes aside and hitting linebackers. Yeah, like every they, play. I, they were so awesome. I mean. The, the, we get we our offensive line is actually rather good now, but comparing to like the hogs, like the real hogs, it's not even close. Oh man, Rabbit Rads just said that he I keep almost saying she because he fooled us for so long and we thought he was a girl. Anyway, um, Rabbit Rads just said he has all the uh, win, Redskins wins on his PC from two thousand eight. That, that doesn't include the kick heard around the world, right? That was like 2006, that game we were at where we loved it. The Sean Taylor 
the game. The game was Troy Vincent. Yeah, blocked the field goal. Sean Taylor picked up, ran it back. I'd really love to see. Got face by by Jason Geico-Witten. I'd really love to see that game again. But anyway, back to the championship game. Oh, my face turned on red. Check it out. Dude, you're having you're having a color issues. Dude, I mean, come on. We had four hundred and some episodes of audio, and then we decided to throw a video into the mix. Do you expect me to get it in like five episodes? <laughs> I do like how it looks like we're in the same room, even though we're like thousands of miles away from each other. That's kind of cool. Absolutely. Anyway, um, so all right, where was I? Where was I? Um, the championship game. Rabbit Rads, yeah. make sure you go back and watch the NFC, this championship game, on YouTube in its entirety. In its entirety. So the other thing that I noticed, I just loved watching that. I loved seeing John Riggins going two to three yards before anyone even touched him, like almost every play. It now was, remember, you're not talking about the Super Bowl. You're not talking about the championship game. You're talking about the NFC championship game. Yeah, NFC championship game. This was This is... It was just amazing. But the other thing that stood out in my mind was RFK. How freaking loud and crazy it was compared yeah. to today. It just makes you go like, can we please just like just move back in? I don't care how crappy that stadium is. <laughs> or like just refurbish it, but don't make it like five times as big. Just, just give us the stadium. Let's rock that thing. You said something about like there's one of the things of all the things people are talking about because I mean Maryland, Virginia, and DC are all trying to gear towards being the next Redskins stadium, which will be in ten years. Yeah. So, all right, and, so and 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 you know they said recently what was the thing you said recently about it? It was a uh, oh yeah the the people would have to tear it down and build another stadium in the same spot. Yeah. Okay, and, and the other thing, all right, now let's talk about the Dexter Manley sack at the end of the first half, which was not officially a sack or a fumble, even though it was. Um, oh, my goodness, dude. He came through and crushed Danny White, as you know. <laughs> he just completely crushed him. They said it, his hand was moving forward. There's no way. You guys got to go back and watch that game. That was a fumble all the way. It was insane. All right. And then after halftime, after halftime, Danny White's on the sideline crying. And you hear Pat Summerall say, and I, qu- I sent this quote to you so I wouldn't forget it. <laughs> but Pat Summerall, oh, I got to look it up on my phone now. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> While I'm now you need to find that quote, and you'd be like, "I got to get this right." If one thing I have to get right, it's the best thing that ever came out of Pat Summerall's often drunken face. Hold on, Pat Summerall. What's that sound, Pat? Nothing. Boom. And John Madden was great. It was great. You guys just have to go back and watch the game. I'm telling you, you have all season to do it, but you'll you'll enjoy it. I mean, it's it's you know, some of you would have to watch it in something that you may not have seen for. Maybe forever. Which Some is of you might not definition. have been alive. Yeah, right. But I mean, you can still see the state, the stands that they pull out when they uh they used to put those away for the baseball games when there was actually baseball there. But they pull the stands out on one sideline and they just they're they're moving. Yeah. All right. What day was I? I'm going through <clears> all my texts to you. They're usually like, oh, dude, hey, dude, hey, dude, hey, dude. Did you see that, dude? What are we doing the podcast, dude? All right. Here it is. I found the quote. 
Here, all right, listen to this. You ready? All right. <clears throat> you can. This is Pat Summerall. You can see the emotion and pain dripping out of Danny White's eyes. Out of Danny White's eyes. <laughs> How eloquent. And, true. and, you know, this was 1982, I guess early 1983. I, if I remember correctly, because I've watched it, it's been a couple years since I've watched this game, but it was, uh, I do believe one of the announcers was saying the word concussion for Danny White at that point. At some point, right around that. Oh, dude, he was, he was housed. Michael Graff oh. is cracking me up in the chat. The starting lineup graphics was full of tra- trucker hats and pedophile-looking mug shots. <laughs> it's true, dude. The graphics, definition, so, dude. the graphics were so horrible. And, like, you know, if they want to show the clock, back then they had a camera that was just focused right on the clock because they didn't have graphics for it. <laughs> oh, man. It was so funny. And, there, and the, I love that there was no, there was no replay back then, right? And so they're oh, just yeah. like, like when Dallas like caught the ball and then came out of the end zone and went back in the end zone, and they're like, that should have been two points for the Redskins. Well, I guess it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, when did yeah. they bring in replay? I know it was before the '91 Super Bowl because I remember Art Monk on the back of the end zone stepping on the line. Yeah, was it um, late '80s? I guess. I don't know. I I know they put it in in like stretches. So, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah Alamo City's talking about the the Sean Taylor that penalty at the end that gave us the fifteen yards. And I remember you were running up and down the stands, and I was just like, John, we've got one more play. It can't we end on the, the penalty. We were in the upper deck, and I was um, I might have been lit. <laughs> and I was running up and down the stairs. I don't know how you had so the much energy, of her, dude. Of her section. I was so, so lit. <laughs> uh, and I was just like, you know, you know, doing everything I could to pump up the crowd, of course. And then Nick Novak hit the game-winning field goal for us. Who's still playing, by the way. He was playing, uh, I think he was playing, playing kicker at, for the Texans. Or the Hamilton Tiger Cats. <laughs> or the Hamilton Tiger Cats. A. Anyway, all right. My mom's high school. But anyway, dude, seriously, there's supposed to be three Redskins games on YouTube, and that that was the only one I saw. But what was the other one? One of them was dumb. One of them was the Super Bowl against the Broncos. Is that 22, right? Yeah. And then the other one was something from like a year or so ago. I was like, why is this on here? It was like our comeback against the Bucks. I was like, why is this on? Remember that? Like, <laughs> Kirk Cousins' biggest, the I like, you like that game. I'm like, why is that on there? I mean, it cool. It was cool, but it didn't really have much meaning to anyone. It, it probably it, it might mean a lot to people who are, are fans recently. That might have been, like, the biggest yeah, Redskins game since that. we got to remember that we're getting old, so. I think they should have the game against Dallas 2012, which was RG3's finest hour with the Redskins. Yeah, that game That was, was awesome. a great game. We were at that game, too. Yeah, and it was that, those, those. That's that's those are two of all the games we've been to where we just suck. Those two games were definitely worth the money and were for every worth, game we've gone to. Yeah, yeah, on. those those two were the best games we've we've gotten to go to so far. That 2012 game, everyone that was out there tailgating, 
knew we were winning. We're like, there's oh, no yeah. way we're losing and, this game. And this wasn't like all the people who were saying, oh, we're going to beat the Giants. They're not even going to start their own people. It's like, except for that the Giants are going to try to beat us because they hate us. Yeah, BugleBoy624. What's up, BugleBoy? Welcome to the chat. Um, if you haven't subscribed, please do so. Um, basically, uh, the NFL is officially putting three complete broadcast games for each team, and I don't think they were getting all released at once. He's asking, oh, okay. where are the games? But right. then there's some bootleg stuff, of course, but the NFL officially is supposedly putting, selecting three of each team's marquee games over the years right. and putting them on there. So, anyway, no, and they're free. They don't cost anything. Anyway, all right, yeah, thanks. Rabbit Rads is getting us back on track. All right, let's talk about the defensive or about the coaching carousel. If First of all, dude, how can we forget? Ready, John? You're not going to be cut. Cut. Cut, defeated. Cut. 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 I've got his picture right here on my computer, and it says Barry defeated and it's like that headshot i think it might have been from uh i don't know what press conference we went to cut and joe barry's just like (laughs) he's already got another job with sean mcveigh in the lames the yeah 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 and we lost sean mcveigh not expecting it josh called it josh totally called it he called the wrong team but he still said Someone was going to get him. Oh, I knew someone was going to get him because they looked at our stats from this year and were like, whoa, look at that offense. Yeah. I still, dude. He's 30 years old. He's in like one of the biggest markets. He, he's going to either, he's either going to be awesome or he's going to fail spectacular, spectacular, spectacularly. Yeah, that's a hard one. I'm tired, man. I just went back to work. Yeah, but. Yeah, first of all, before we get on to Sean McVay leaving, we were saying cut, of course, about defeated Joe Barry, which, why did it take so long, first of all? And number two, why did it take so long and we weren't like, and we're going to hire this guy? And they're like, now we're going to start our search. And I'm like, they're just saying that. Dude, I think they wanted nope. to hire Phillips. They won't, I guess. Didn't Phillips go to work with uh, McVay also? He went to work for one of those teams out there. All those teams are moving. The Raiders today, today, the Oakland slash LA slash back to Oakland Raiders applied to move to uh, uh, Las Vegas. I heard of that. I heard about that like when I was in Vegas in October. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone's been talking about it, but they actually applied to get there. Okay. So So, they've actually applied to the league to go to Vegas. Like, it wasn't a thing until they applied to do it. Yeah, so, all right. So, McVeigh, they must love him because he got bum Phillips. I mean, Wade Phillips. And Wade Phillips' son is a coach for the Redskins. So, I'm wondering uh. if the Redskins thought that, hey, since his son's here, he's going to want to come here and be a defensive coordinator. So, we've got plenty of time. And then they're like, uh, oh, he's going and McVeigh? McVeigh was like, dude, they're going to ask you if you want a job in Washington. You guys need to come out here with me. Seriously, do it. It'll be awesome. You and your son. And Joe, you can come out as like, what is <laughs> Joe Barry? Son. What is Joe Barry? <laughs> what is he coaching? I don't know. Hopefully not and the secondary. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
So anyway, <laughs> so San Diego's in L.A. So as of right now, L.A. has three teams all of a sudden? No, they don't, they don't have three. They have two, unless you're counting, like, college teams. Well, they've got San Diego's going there. Right, right. So that makes two. L.A. Rams and L.A. Chargers. <laughs> and the L.A. LA Raiders. Raiders Superchargers. Wow. Anyway, all right. Next up there. Oh, so anyway, Wade Phillips. Wade, all right, so he's off the table. So they're now they're interviewing he's a bunch off, yeah. of other dudes. Um, and I'm sure you can go down the list here. The dude from the Jaguars. I don't have this stuff because Josh usually has it, and he's at his son's piccolo concert. <laughs> so we're unprepared, basically. So we're unprepared for that. He plays trombone. But anyway, there's a bunch of dudes that are being interviewed, including some um, internal dudes at the Redskins for defensive coordinator. And as far as offensive coordinator, they say it's more than likely we will promote from within. I don't know. Oh, Rabbit Raz is throwing up the stuff. Thank you. Thank goodness for Rabbit Rats. Thank who you. Says that, uh, who says that they friended us. Rabbit Rats says that he friended us on um, Skype, but I didn't see it. Next week, Rabbit Rats, we're going to need you to get online here about a half hour before the podcast so we can try to get you on the feed. If it's you possible want. somebody's got a if you want to do that. bogus Harry Hog account. I don't know. Anyway. It could be like Harry Frog. All right, so here's what's going on according to our uh, actual person that, you know, isn't a slacker, Rabbit Rads. Mm -hmm. Former San Diego Chargers defensive coordinator John Pagano had an interview with the Redskins. Native Chuck. Does he have anything to do with Chuck? He's his brother, isn't he? I don't know. There's a lot of, like, nepotism in the NFL. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah, yeah. It's, we had Rex Ryan's, like, Long-haired, fat son. Yeah, Dennis Thurman is interviewing with the Redskins. No relation to Thurman Thomas. Dennis, Dennis Thurman Thomas? Is that like Ron Dane Badger? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, Greg Minuski. Oh, yeah. Greg, Outside Greg linebackers Minuski or Minuski? Minuski, I guess. I Greg Minuski. Min Didn't he used to play for the Skins? I think he did. Uh, I think he, he was played for somebody. He played for the Skins back in the day. Anyway, um, he's being interviewed for outside linebackers. And I'll have to say the Redskins outside linebackers are like one of the only parts of the defense that was halfway decent with Kerrigan. Yeah, let's move him back to uh, defensive end. It's 4-3 people. I'm sick of this 3-4 thing. And, like, that's about 100 times less than you're sick of the 3-4. of the three four. Yeah. You've been, oh, you've been bitching about, about it for years Every, and years and years. Yeah, everybody that's ever listened to this podcast since day one knows that when Greg Williams brought the 3-4 to Washington, I'm like, what? No. 4-3. We need the 4-3. And if you've noticed last year, the last couple of years, we rarely line up in like a true 3-4 anyway. We bring those yeah, linebackers up like, on the Like line. a hybrid. I know, but... I always hated the 3-4, and everyone's like, it looks like the Redskins may be going back to the 4-3. Maybe because ever since we've had the 3-4, our defense has been, like, last in the league. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, Gus Bradley was the other dude that's being interviewed. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember him. 
So yeah, yeah, Bugle Boys saying bring back the four three. Everyone wants the four three. Look, we can't get any worse by bringing it back, can we? No, why not? I mean, let's do it. Bring it back. Bring back the four three. Let's make shirts, dudes. Oh yeah, and Bill Callahan, as Rabbit Rads brings up, is staying as offensive line coach. He did not want to be the offensive coordinator. Last I heard. He doesn't really want to. He doesn't really want to go back to what he. I mean, he used to be a head coach. He coached in the Super Bowl as a head coach. He just doesn't really want to do it anymore. Oh yeah, all right. They are point. It wasn't Greg. It was Hazlitt that was the three four, but that was only because Shanahan made him change. Mm, like he was normally a four right. three coach, so it was Shanahan's fault. Because with Triple G, we actually were pretty good. Yeah, we did. At yeah, you're right. For a, a short amount of time. So, around yeah. all that stuff. So let's blame gla old Glass Eye Shanahan himself. Old glass eye. <laughs> Remember we used to say that Shanahan had a glass eye? And then that's someone's handle on Twitter that listens to us. Shanahan's yeah. glass eye. <laughs> old Glass Eye. I still think so. He does have a glass eye. I guarantee it. And um, anyway, all right. What else do you guys want us to talk about on here while we're rambling on? Well, other things about um, the Redskins. Uh, I mean, so many things right now are just rumors. Oh, you got these guys for defensive coordinator. We got these guys for offensive coordinator. I, we don't we, really talk about rumors on here as much as we like to talk about real people. Like saying Minuxi has interviewed. Gus Bradley has interviewed. Um, we could so talk about factual. Some, we could what? talk about some of the free agents that are well. Coming we have out. we've got the Redskins. Uh, uh, a story that just came out yesterday was that the Redskins get to carry over fifteen million dollars in salary cap space they didn't use last year. Yeah, that's a good point. You know That'll who that needs to go to? Pierre Garcon. That'll almost pay Kirk Cousins for one year. <laughs> <laughs> for one year. Yeah, I know. That's a, that's. I mean, that's a big. That's a big amount. It's a couple yeah. players we can use there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they're going to sign Cousins. When's the deadline on that? March. They're going to sign him. They're going to get that done. There's no way they're not going to. Yeah. They're not going to let him go to. All, all, all they had to do was watch the Texans last weekend. Yeah. Watch watch the Texans and their crappy Osweiler quarterback who's making like $40 million in gar guaranteed mm -hmm. money. Not he, not his whole salary, because I don't think he's going to play his whole salary there. But he's getting all that guaranteed money. Yeah, I it's mean, a great our our great eight is worth a lot more money guaranteed than that. Cousins, he's a much better quarterback than him. Yeah, Cousins has already given us two solid years, and he's only been a starter for like two and maybe a half, maybe, maybe. Yeah. He's I, he's not even. I mean. If it were college, he was like, I mean, he might as well like redshirted, and then this might be, might be his, his junior or senior year. He's got so much more. Aaron Rodgers didn't start for three years, in the, and, and and you see how good he is. And yeah, he's he's a a, a masterful, wonderful, uh, athletic quarterback. But it took him a few years just to even get on the field. Kirk Cousins has got. Many years, as long as he stays injury free, like RG three, he's going to be 
he's going to be above average, if not better. We need to keep him. It's it's not even it's not even an, an it's not even a debate. Yeah. Yeah, there's no debate on that. So it's just like how much of it is he going to get? What? 20 million in cap next year? Go to him? I guess so. I don't know how that'll end up working because it'll be like the signing bonus and the guaranteed money and all that stuff. I just I think it. it's more like 22 to 23 million. Yeah, I mean, we've got bigger fish to fry than trying to get another quarterback. Just pay the dude and then start working on our freaking defense starting with the coordinator now a lot of people that i heard said that wade phillips didn't want to come to the redskins because of our lack of defensive talent yeah yeah it's, it's we we got a bunch of guys from 7-eleven yeah i mean look at it they're gonna be like oh you only paid less than 25 percent of your salary towards defensive guys and you want me to be the coordinator um no no thank you why don't yeah. you obviously i'm not going to get the support i need for defensive players yeah yeah. When our defense was in such shambles from the year before and they went out and drafted a receiver with our first round pick. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of receivers, the one I say keep is Garcon. What about you, dudes? Garcon. Anyone else? What about Josh? Josh? Yeah. Oh, let me see. I think Who said that, dude? You wanted didn't you want to say that we kept um Deshaun? We should keep. Sean Jackson, your favorite uh, YouTube reality show star? I called it. Okay. All right. All right, Josh. Just saying. So Josh thinks we should keep Deshaun. We think we should keep Garcon. There's no way we're keeping both of those dudes and signing Kirk Cousins. And we got other dudes to sign, like Chet Baker. Chet's yeah. up. Chet's a free agent. Um, and I think a couple teams are going to come knocking trying to get him. You put him next to another big fat fatty of which we had none. He's going to be better than he was here. Yeah. Or we can go get a big fat fatty to put next to him and make him better here. Yeah. I mean, if we have Garcon, I'm comfortable going in there with Garcon. Uh, Crowder stepped up. And if Josh Doxon can live up to three quarters of the hype, then I'll be comfortable with it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, Crowder, I thought Crowder, I have I don't know what the numbers are as you guys know. But I bet Crowder had a better season statistically than Deshaun except for the long pass. I had a debate with someone at work a couple of days ago talking about Deshaun and he's he's a big Kirk Cousins guy. And he was like three or four times this year you saw Kirk Cousins just overthrow Pierre Garçon. And I don't think that was, and he said, I don't think that was Cousins overthrowing him. It was always throw it as deep as you can and I'll catch up to it until this year. And mm-hmm. suddenly it looked kind of like Deshaun Jackson had lost a step in some situations. And he's still fast, but he's not quite as fast as he used to be. I don't know if I agree with that or not, but it was an intriguing way to, uh, to think about it, especially with Deshaun Stepping up last year, maybe playing through an injury or two as well to get that big super payday that's probably not coming from Washington. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. I, we're we're going to have to, uh, you know, get some money somewhere for our defense. And we've already got Doxon, Crowder, and uh, who am I th- 
forgetting here. And then one of those guys, Garcon. So we Jordan need, Reed. Yeah, we need money for the defense. And you guys already know that, and this is controversial, that I think we should trade Jordan Reed because he's injury prone. But yet other teams are going to see him as a huge value because he puts up big numbers. And he does. Yeah, he is, a, he is a huge value. I mean, we wouldn't, I wouldn't take anything less than a first rounder and probably maybe a third or a second as well. Yeah. I mean, but, but I'd rather have a first rounder and a third or a second or, you know, we need more people. We need we have bigger fish to fry than we got guys from Seven Eleven that like work security, playing defense, starting for us. They don't normally play that stuff. Good teams don't have guys like that. We have like they're they're not. We have some starters on the on our team in the NFL that should not start or even play backups as backups in the NFL for any team except mm -hmm. the Browns. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll be really interested to see Sue Cravens next year. Yeah. I think he's going to be a good player for, for a long time and they're already moving him to safety permanently. Yeah, I thank think. goodness too, because he's a little big or a little small to be playing linebacker. Yeah. Hybrid. Oh yeah. Rabbit rads. Do you have that, um, that game? Michael Graff is talking about a crap Monday night Dallas game. And what immediately popped into my head was the Monday night Dallas game where we were losing 13 to nothing until a minute and 37 seconds left in the game. I only want like, like the two minutes of that, the last of it. Yeah. I just want the last two minutes of that game. If you have that, that'd be awesome. With the, with, it was Santana Moss, the cowboy killer. Did he have both touchdowns? It was Santana Moss from Mark, 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 Brunel. Mark Brunel. Mark yeah. Brunel. Yeah. yeah. Remember when we met Mark Brunel and we had that whole like yellow cake scandal with, between him and Josh? We found we found Josh a picture of like his, there was Josh a picture online of cake. his of his of his yellow cake, and then we <laughs> we posted it, but then we didn't do it again, or we went to look for it again, and it wasn't there anymore. Like his yellow cake got banned from the from the internet. <laughs> Dude, his yellow cake, and then Josh like tried to steal it from like backstage at the Virginia Beach Blitz, Redskins Blitz, and he like went back. Dude, I, for any of you guys that don't know, when they used to have those Virginia Beach Blitzes, <laughs> uh, one time we like like Josh printed us up some uh, press passes that said HarryHogFootball.com press pass, and we were like able to use those to get backstage and talk to the players and stuff. <laughs> You get, oh my goodness! One of you guys talked to James Thrash, and we were like, "Good to be back." And he was like, "It's glad, to, or I'm glad to be back." Like, get, thank goodness I'm not in Philadelphia anymore. Yeah, yeah. And you got Joe Salavea to sign his sock. <laughs> oh man, that that was back. That was like in 2006 or whatever when like they were, people were trying to decide if internet shows like ours and stuff were real journalists or not and they're like uh i guess they can come back <laughs> they have a sticker that says they're from the press <laughs> oh my goodness that was funny anyway anyway um what all right we keep this looks real <laughs> looks real to me I've got my, I've got my, hold on, I'm going to grab my press pass. I've got it over here, I think. Hold on. 
your press pass from the beach blitz dude if you guys go back and look at episode like 30 something supplemental video podcast that i took on like my flip phone you'll see john trying to like kick field goals and stuff at the beach blitz it's pretty funny do you find it your press pass that all right Josh, let's that see Josh we, like let's printed see up and laminated <laughs> this is i don't even know if i'm on camera right now yeah you're on camera just hold it up there this is beach blitz from the first year as you see is that the press pass yeah i don't know who that is he's wearing chris samuel's number but chris samuels was playing i think so how Some do you know it's not chris samuels <laughs> i see why <laughs> that's the press pass yeah and he's on a surfboard and it looks like virginia beach because of the no waves and it says right here at the bottom june 2nd through 4th 2006 yeah that was this like press pass grants bear unlimited access to the redskin beach bit blitz tailgate party <laughs> yeah that was like our first year doing the podcast, we had just finished our first season doing podcast, right? And then we we're like, "Yeah, we're we're important. <laughs> we're, we're going to celebrity. We're, we're going to go. We're celebrities now." And Josh was like interviewing Mark Brunell and like asking him about his finger and stuff because he had broken it or something. Oh, that's right. Yeah. How's your finger doing, dude? <laughs> He's like the same size as Mark Brunell. How's your finger doing, dude? <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that was the good old days. All right, anyway, <laughs> um, what else? Right, you guys have anything else you want to talk about? We do have an entire off season, so our podcast won't be as long <laughs> in the off season. Usually, yeah, yeah. Um, and hopefully, Josh will be back next time as well. Yeah, um, ho hopefully next season, next week, we'll have uh, a defensive coordinator, maybe some offensive coordinator, and we'll do some research on whoever gets selected and absolutely see what we think. Um, but I think that pretty much about rounds it out. What do you think, yeah. dude? I've got the outro music. You like it? Is it familiar? Sounds very familiar. Yeah. This was actually written by my my brother, Bay Allen, for us, for Harry Hog Football way back in like 2006. Except it took up like 30 minutes to play it because you kept playing up the music at the same time. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Bay, quit playing. Anyway, um, this is a song, dude. Bay, your kid just took a dump. I'm right. I'm working on the song, dude. I'm working on the song, dude. Hold on, dude. I don't want to hold your kid. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk to you guys next week. Go on YouTube and uh, try to. Oh wait, my outro music ended already. I have to play it again. I guess yeah, I didn't time going. that well. So we'll talk to you guys next week. Um, you know, make sure you go on YouTube and watch some of those good old games from the good old days just to like, and just watch the hogs, dude. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Go, you, you know, you ever want to watch the great Redskins teams, the great, great Redskins Super Bowl winning teams, go back, watch the hogs, 80s, early 90s. Yeah. And make sure you subscribe on YouTube. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins. And especially this week, if yeah. you see a Cowboys fan, what to do? Joke Bye bye.